you for downloading this Shout Out to the Brave podcast, brought to you by UE Bristol. In this podcast, we are joined by Zoe, an aerospace engineering graduate. Zoe discusses how, despite financial challenges during her postgraduate degree, she's managed to fulfil her dream of working in the space industry. Hi, I'm Zoe, and I went to UE Bristol in 2012 until 2017, doing my undergraduate in aerospace engineering, and then I continued on and did my master's in aerospace engineering. My route into UE is quite conventional in the sense that I did my AS levels, then I set my A levels and then applied to UE, and it was actually my first choice. However, I guess I was very typical in the sense that I didn't actually know what I wanted to do. I was very confused as a 15, 16 year old doing my GCSEs. I was confused when I had to pick my AS choices. And as such, I ended up doing five against all advice because I just didn't know what I wanted to do. And on top of that, a lot of the careers I was offered didn't seem to suit me. I was told I'd make a great accountant, but I couldn't see myself working in an office. It wasn't until I started looking at prospectuses that even I noticed that there was a massive section dedicated to engineering and I hadn't even heard of it as a career and I remember going to a careers fair in Exeter in 2011 and UE had a big stand and I was talking to someone there and luckily that person was in engineering so it's funny because the more they were talking to me the more it was felt like they were talking to me like it wasn't just a career that didn't fit it was actually like this is everything I love. I managed to get into UE which was, like I said, my first choice, especially after speaking to this person at Exeter. So that's how I came to UWE. In terms of how I came to do my postgraduate study, a lot of that comes from the fact of what I want to do in the future, which is I love the space industry. So I've always been fascinated by space, which is why I felt like the careers of accountancy and architecture never fit what I wanted. And my mum said when I was a kid, I used to do that typical thing of I want to be an astronaut. And everyone says it when they're a kid, everyone wants to be an astronaut. I don't think there's a four-year-old alive that hasn't put a box on their head and run around pretending to be an astronaut. So I love space. I had uh, got a telescope. I used to learn astronomy for fun. Uh, I was really fascinated by cosmology. But again, I couldn't see myself being an astronomer because it's funny because when I looked at the jobs out at the end of it, they all ended up being in engineering. So everything was pushing me into engineering. And a lot of the jobs also required masters. I found a lot of the time when I was speaking with recruiters, when I was doing my undergraduate, they would say one of two things. You need a placement year or a master's, preferably both. So that's why I ended up one at UWE and two doing my master's. The biggest issue I actually had or challenge when I was doing my degree was finance and I know there's a lot of talk about student finance and how it's changing and I was that unfortunate 2012 year where everything changed and I'd like to put the disclosure that I've never had a problem with my student loans that's not been the issue my problem was with my bursaries and what I actually had to live off in terms of rent in terms of food in that my mum's self-employed So unfortunately, I sit in that group where the finances can be slightly unusual and I had to work and I had to work numerous jobs. I've worked all the typical student jobs. I worked in a bar. I worked in a call centre and I was really lucky that I ended up being part of UE's ambassador scheme. And it was really great because you could work your hours around your lectures 
and around your downtime. And it meant that I was able to build it around the time the labs were free. And what was really, really great about the U ambassador scheme was I saw all these people like me when I was 15, 16, 17, completely clueless, not knowing what I wanted to do. And I could see people who looked exactly the same as I did. And we would do a lot of outreach schemes for university. We would do a lot of it to promote UE, but we'd also do a lot of it to promote STEM itself. And it got me involved in some very cool projects. I did some volunteering for the Bloodhound Supersonic Car. Um, I did some work for Airbus's Flying Challenge, and they ended up sponsoring my group dissertation in my final year. So a lot of the opportunities that I actually got from UE also helped out. So I was able to join this scheme, which actually helped me overcome the problems I had with finances because I couldn't work a typical job. But it also helped me pad my CV because of all this ambassador work that I was doing with STEM. And then I got in contact in a company or an institution called Space Generation Advisory Council. And although it was voluntary, um, there was loads of bursaries and I was able to travel all over the world um, doing conferences and all of that came out the outreach programme. So I think a lot of the challenges I faced ended up almost being my greatest assets in the fact that in terms of finance, it ended up helping me by being able to become part of the ambassador scheme, which led me to becoming part of the Space Generation Advisory Council. And today I'm actually the national point of contact for the UK for the Space Generation Advisory Council. And I've been to gala dinners for the European Space Agency in Vienna. I've been invited to the United Nations um, Peaceful Treaty of Outer Space Annual Conference. And it's it all stems back to the fact that I had this opportunity to join the ambassador scheme, but also it comes back to the fact that I needed to join it. I needed to join it for finance reasons. So it all became full circle. I am really enjoyed how much UE also opened up my doors and opportunities to me in the sense of my STEM ambassadoring, in the sense of the conferences that I've done with Space Generation Advisory Council. I'm such a yes person. So whenever there was an opportunity, I would say yes, I would always sign up, I would always do it. And it's just meant that I was able to always be doing something. I'm always busy and it's great because UE really did allow me to completely fill my timetable. Whether or not it was working whether or not for UE, whether or not it was doing my degree at UE or whether or not it was volunteering, which was based off of things I got from UE. That is probably why UE is so important to me. And aerospace engineering is so important to me because of everything I've achieved since then, but also everything it allowed me to achieve at UE. It's just allowed me to pursue the space industry, which is what I've wanted to do since I was that four-year-old that put a box on my head and ran around saying I'm an astronaut. When I finished at UE, I ended up working at CERN in Switzerland for two years on a fellowship program and you wouldn't have been able to apply for it without the master's. So the postgraduate actually allowed me to get my first job and it was amazing because I got to work abroad. The fellowship program at CERN was specifically designed around training new engineers. So they signed me up for in multiple education programs, I ended up doing a specialty in superconductive materials at Oxford. I also ended up doing papers and conferences for the Future Circular Collider Annual Conference. 
and they ended up actually signing me up for language courses. So they signed me up for numerous French courses and allowed me to learn a second language. And I wouldn't have had any of that if I did it, didn't do the postgraduate. Since I left CERN, I went to a company called Open Cosmos and it was in the space industry. So I finally did get my dream of working in the space industry. And I also this year in March, I did one of my other dreams, which was I launched a satellite. So I was part of the design and test team. I know there's officially a satellite around the Earth right now, which I was part of designing. And the satellite that I launched is actually a communication satellite. So it's not going to be taking pretty pictures of the Earth. It's actually going to be for use. And none of this would have happened if I hadn't done my postgraduate. I think if anyone listening is on the fence about doing a postgraduate degree, I would advise them strongly to think about where they want to be and who they want to be in the future. And I know it's a difficult thing to think about because I remember myself at the time, even though I knew what I wanted to do, I didn't know how I could go about it. And it is so much bigger out there than anyone can imagine. And I never would have thought that I would have been working all around Europe. I would have volunteered all around the world. And I think that's the thing. My my advice is to dream big and to think big because it's amazing how much is out there if you're willing to chase it and to just say yes. To find out how postgraduate study could work for you, visit uwe.ac.uk forward slash postgrad.